You, I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to another gripping, intense edition of Bald Guys Talking Football. You keep asking for it. We keep giving it to you, and we're more than happy to do it. It's fun. It's exciting. Uh, it is me and Eric at our best. Eric, how you doing today? I'm fine. How about you? You're the one who had a rough week. Uh, yeah, lost, lost in football, but, uh, you know, winning in life, that's all that matters. <laughs> I, 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 t- I tell myself, I tell myself that on a regular basis. So I haven't had a vacation this week, but hopefully that will come soon. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and we are joined tonight by the guy that was going to win it all two weeks ago, by the guy that was out of it just a few days later with the devastating injuries that he took. He's just normal. He's just every day. He's just a regular good team now he doesn't have our our full support to win it all eric supported him the whole season and said hell no it's gonna be would you pick darren sean darren darren he picked darren over you ken ken how you doing how you feeling yo 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 what's going on everybody i'm doing great you know coming off a win can't complain can't complain what, what, what position are you in Number one, baby. Number one. You're you're not in first place. Uh, you want to bet? Sean, Sean's not in first place anymore. No, because Sean and I have Ken's the same record. I'm in first, baby. Wow. Ken's in first. Scotty, Scotty was wrong. Well, Scotty doesn't know. We we've already fully established that. <laughs> Memo, one of the worst teams. Looks looks like he's gonna uh, possibly. He's got, all he's got to do is beat Brad, and he's in. I don't so, know this. He's projected to lose right now. We got to talk about that, but yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get to talking. All right, Eric. Uh, why don't you hit us with the news, and we'll go from there. Uh, it was actually kind of a light week in fantasy news. Um, uh, Fields is ongoing discussion for week fourteen. So I mean, he might come back. Uh, Dalton looked like crap. So I mean, I'd like to see Fields. You know, personally, you know, get some some more reps in, and I don't even care if it's Nagy calling the plays. Like at this point, I think he's fired too. So, just get him out there, get him some experience. Um, Thielen is iffy for Thursday's game. He tanked me in daily fantasy because I picked him, and he made one catch and he went out injured. So, um, the, it's a Thursday game for him. So, if you have him, uh, if you're planning on using him for a D- DFS, probably not a good play for a Thursday. Um, Delvin Cook, uh, limited and participated in a walkthrough, so uh, he might be back sooner rather than later. I'm sure we got two two Ken Nuggets right here. Debo San- Samuel is hopeful for return for week 14. And then my guy, Corey Davis, is out for the season with a core injury. He had surgery, so hmm. not a big loss there. My team sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. Uh, all right. And that's it. I don't have anything to add. Ken, you got anything to add? No, I think those are all the notable ones. All Good right. job. Moving along. Let's discuss the toilet bowl from last week. The the loser of the toilet bowl, Eric, 80 points, uh, versus Memo. Let Memo climb back into it. Memo, 103.9. Eric, what the fuck did you do? I, I even made some moves. I made some moves to try to beat him. It actually worked out okay because the guy ended up scoring. But, I mean, Rashad Bateman did nothing for me. Uh, Patrick did nothing for me. I mean, it was just it's a rough week. So, I mean, uh, Mooney went – or uh, Davis went out. Mooney, you know, was, wasn't was great. I mean, Zach Wilson actually got me 22 points. So, I mean, I was behind. I was expected to lose. I did make some moves to try to, you know, actually compete. But they weren't enough. I mean, my team's – not very good, and Memo's team won by just barely scoring over a hundred. So we'll see how he does throughout going into the season. Tyrod well, Taylor only scored him two point three points. When when you when his kicker scores more than every single player on your team, but two, uh, you've got a bad team. Uh, Ken, any any comment on the toilet bowl? No, it was just a disappointing disappointing matchup i expected more from niz but uh you know if this trend continues i feel good about this week so i'm, I'm good yeah if, if only you could have been the spoiler that would have been helpful all right <laughs> that brings us to ken and brad ken 
Who won? Uh, I did. Final score is 113 to 81. Only 113, though. Um, yeah, only 113. But you know what? 113 with half my team hurt and with Matt Breida scoring 1.3 points. Uh, you know what? I'll take it. You know, there's... You know, with my team right now, like I'm, I'm on the border. You know, if if I get one more injury, I'm done. But you know, the good thing is, if I beat Eric this week, I get to buy. You know, I get a week to heal up. I think my team's going to be good going into the playoffs as long as I I can overcome some of those injuries. Yeah, you had the buys. Buy. You had, you had the buys with Roger and, and Hubbard, so it's not like you're you're going to be injured going into this week. I mean, you can play Hubbard, you can play Aaron Rodgers. Um, Samuel's coming back for you. So, I mean, you should be you, – you should kick my ass this week. Samuel hopefully is coming back. And, but, I, you know, honestly, thinking about it – You don't, you don't need him. I'd rather, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather him not come back. And, you know what, rest up for another week and then come back in, in two weeks for me. Yeah, you could literally miss the position and still beat me. So, have fun. Yeah. No, but I think with Brad, I mean, with uh, Kyler Murray, him getting uh, Kyler back, I mean, obviously he was playing Chicago, but, man – you know, two rushing and two pass TDs, that that was legit, like a legit performance from him. So, um, you know, looking at his team, I mean, it's not like the worst team in the world. But, um, yeah, you know, some of his players just did not uh, perform as, as we would expect them to. And, you know, lucky for me, bad for him. But, yeah, it's good. It was a, it was a good, good matchup. Yeah, other than uh, Kyler Murray, he did not have much, uh, much on that team. So, hopefully uh... – you know, he's looking to next year. So we'll talk in a little bit about that later. Uh, next up was PJ against Max. PJ just just destroyed Max, 186 to 90. Uh, knocked Max out of the playoffs base picture, basically. And, um, you know, he needed that win to make sure that he holds on to that sixth position. So not, not a bad performance from a 16. Uh, as far as... 186. He also had Garoppolo on the bench with 17 points and uh, not much else. Uh, DJ Moore was on a bye. Aaron Jones was hurt. Uh, well, on a bye, still hurt. So he actually has some more more depth there to play with too. So good good week from PJ. Uh, Eric, comments? Yeah, I mean, wow. Just his team balled out. It's good to see Kittle actually score. You know, he's been kind of um kind of just not very good this season and stuff so i mean um you know his his team's pretty solid i mean i the 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 big thing was is he got almost 20 points from madison um madison's probably not going to play once cook comes back but he's gonna it sounds like aaron jones is trending towards healthy so we'll see what happens there yeah just imagine ken that that could be uh, you know if you didn't get the buy that could be the guy that you play yeah, but you know what, though? I mean, just take a look at it, though. I mean, <clears throat> Matt Stafford's not playing Jacksonville every single week, right? Um, no. You know, for, for, for next week, Keenan Allen's going to be out, or for this week, sorry, because he's uh, out on COVID. Um, does anybody expect Elijah Moore to score as much as he did with, you know, almost 15 points? No. Kiddo with uh, Debo Samuels coming back. You know, I think that's that's the reason, you know, one of the main reasons why Kittle hasn't been uh, – as dominant as before is that, you know, Debo's here and, you know, he's taking snaps, you know, away from both running backs and, uh, and wide receivers. Right. So um, I, I think that's, you know, uh, that's, that's a big contributor to that. Um, you know, car is car. Um, I, I don't think the Kansas city defense is going to score him 17 points every week either. So um, yeah, I mean, in terms of PJ's team, I think, you know, it's a good team, but it's not, uh, I wouldn't consider it top tier. Oof. Oof. All right. Uh, all right, that brings us to me and Sean. I tried to play spoiler again, and unfortunately, my team did not answer. 104, 129. I, I had a little bit of hope after the, the Thursday night game. He had three guys that underperformed, and unfortunately, I had one guy. But I uh, was hoping I could take him out, but could not do it. Um, as far as him, he had uh, Alvin Kamara still hurt. He had uh, Tooney's hurt. He has... Um, Brown, AJ Brown out on IR with Tennessee. So he's had some uh, hurt, hurt people. Huh? Mac Jones, 0.46 points on the bench with his three passing attempts from last night's game. So that kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Ken, what do you think of your competition there? Uh, yeah, I think Sean's definitely a dangerous team. You know, um, 
you know, I think looking at Tampa, they're not going to stop throwing. Uh, I think I read an article saying that Tom Brady's going to win his uh, next MVP this year because they just refuse to to run the ball. I think, you know, Fournette could be a better better running back, um, stats perspective, but um, they're just not playing the game around them. Um, well, so, and, yeah, and Tampa doesn't have the D to stop the pass either, so they're going to be in right. high-scoring matchups. I mean, they, Atlanta put 17 up on them, and Atlanta kind of – that that's probably one of their highest scores of the season. Correct. And this is with Kamara out as well. So, I mean, you look at Sean's team, like up and down, like Prescott. Yeah. He had a down game and he's been down, you know, the past couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. when he lights it up, he can light it up. Right. Montgomery at 24 points. Patterson was having a down week as well. Like, you know, Thielen was hurt after one pass, like you said. So, you know, just looking at his team, it's, it's going to be a contender. I mean, he's going to be a dangerous team uh, yeah. to play in the playoffs. Yeah, he's got a lot of he's people also, too, that he needs to get healthy and having that bye week will hopefully benefit him. And it'll be interesting to see how you guys come out of that. So, Eric, any comments? No, I think you guys pretty much said it all. I mean, he's pretty stacked. Um, you know, the one concern is Elliot. I mean, that's you really need you need Kamara back because it doesn't look like Elliot is, you know, beginning of the season, Elliot, that, that we all thought he might be. So, yeah. All right, and we had Darren versus Maddie. Maddie needed a win to stay in it. Uh, 149-131, Maddie comes out on top. So Maddie putting up some points. Uh, I think he's ultimately could be the spoiler. Uh, he's got the big matchup this week with PJ. So they are going to be, I think, fighting it out for that sixth-place position, if I'm not mistaken. We'll have to take a quick, closer look at that. Uh, but yeah, Maddie coming through, uh, Darren putting up 131, so nothing to sneeze at. So good job by both of those guys. Uh, Eric, comments? Yeah, just so so you you know where we're sort of at. Uh, Maddie still has the point edge on, um, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, PJ has overtaken the point edge on Maddie. So he's he's at the 1773, and uh, Maddie's at 1771. So Ooh. I mean, like legit, they're within they're like two point oh two points away from each other. Um, so as would long it not as be Matt... Maddie's ultimate? Uh, oh, that would be just awesome! Fuck, fucked up season. He wins and only wins by like a point. By a point, and, and PJ still goes in. That would be crazy. Wow. But yeah, that's what that's essentially what needs to happen is is Maddie needs to win by more than two point oh two points in order to make it into the playoffs. So. Yep. Jeez. Uh Ken, any your thoughts? Yeah, uh, you know what? I've I've been on the the Maddie bandwagon ever since uh you know ever since that uh, last podcast that we had uh, on. So I'm uh, I'm rooting for Maddie just for the simple fact that you know one you know he does have a legit team. You know, looking at his team, it's it's solid. You know, up and down. I think uh, the hurts uh, being hurt kind of hurt him, and then uh, Gordon being <laughs> out kind of hurts him, but. You know, aside from that, you know, like his team is pretty solid as well. You know, like uh, Tua's lighting it up. Uh, T. Higgins, you know, I should have, I, I take back my words when I, you know, said that, you know, all three receivers that he was offering at the very beginning of the season were <laughs> shitty receivers. I'm sorry, wow. Manny, you know, That's T. Higgins is isn't as shitty as as you know the other two that you've offered. So my apologies. Lamb isn't bad. Lamb's been solid too all season. He's a uh, he didn't offer. He, he didn't. He didn't offer Lamb. It was like it was T Higgins and some other like Judy and some other random wide receiver that he wanted to give up. So, anyways, but no, I you know what I'm I'm all for uh, you know Team Maddie you know for for this week. Um, I hope I don't see him in the playoffs. Um, but you know what I think that this this was a really good matchup between. Uh, between uh, you know Darren and uh, and Maddie, so it's it's it was a good one. <clears throat> yeah, well, I tell you what, other than the winner that comes out of our division, uh, it, it's going to be anybody can win, and it'll be interesting to see on, on the playoffs. I think coming up. So, all right, that brings us to the last game. Scotty needed to win. He needed to win bad to clinch the division, and he did not get it. Uh, he is now six and seven. Uh, he lost one fourteen to one twenty one to Dom. Dom is in fourth place. Uh, you know, Dom's scuffling through. Keep, keep going. Keep grinding it out. He had, uh, you know, Andy Dalton on his bench with 15 points. Tyler Lockett with 16. Um, you know, it, it very interesting week. What did he do with DK Metcalf? Did he play DK Metcalf? 
He did not play DK. No. Yeah, nope. he did not. Good good thing. Play Lockett. Lockett's been looking good. Lockett's locked in with uh both both Russell. of those guys though, it's 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 been tough with Seattle right now. I think I think he's still finding his way. I think you play Pittman going. Pittman and Evans. I mean, just just do that. You got Hill. It, it, it's so tough just because Dom's doing what he's doing, and Mahomes is really having a off season. Like, I mean, he's yeah. not the number one like crazy, you know, hey, you know, best player in the world type of deal. He's still been pretty solid. He's still a QB one, but just not not well, crazy stats out of Holmes. The eighth ranked player in the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Mahomes is the the biggest issue that he's had, right? I think, uh, you know, the underperformance from from Hill, I think it's a it's a bigger issue, and I think, uh, you know, Bixen has been, uh, uh, you know, on and off for him. I think he's been on for for the past, you know, two or three weeks, but, you know, this week he got hurt, and then you know Robinson didn't do much for him. So I mean, uh, running back on Jacksonville, it's, Mixon, you know, again, Mixon's you know, been cold, super. Right? Mixon's yeah, been Mixon's super. Been yeah, so it's just yeah, yeah. this week he, he got injured. Well, I mean, yeah, interesting on, on Tyreek yeah. Hill is he's the 23rd ranked player, right? But he's put up 3.2 points, 5.3 points, 4.4, 7.2, um, 9.7 points. That That's a lot of weeks where it's just like he's hit or miss. Right. And he's got weeks of 32, 43, 24, 21. So kind of interesting yeah, it just goes to show you the volatility of the wide receiver position. Right. And I think that that goes with Mahomes, right. In terms of how he's performing as well. But again, you know, when Mahomes, at least he's putting up double digits, right. Uh, Hill is, has been in the single digits for the past five weeks, as you just mentioned. Um, Go ahead. Take out the 43 point, you take out the 43 point game and his average is not looking as good as what, you know, what it would be, you know, because that was, 43 points, 11, 11 catches, 186 yards, and three touchdowns. That's nearly half his touchdowns right there. So, yeah. Right. Nope, agreed. And I think on, on Scotty's end, um, you know, so enlighten me a little bit here. So why in the world would anybody start Matt Ryan? Like, I mean, especially against the Tampa, you know, uh, Tampa defense. I mean, yes, you mentioned it, you know, their, their, uh, their pass defense is not that great. But, man, like – have you seen Matt Ryan play with his O line? Can't block. He's not. He's not mobile. Like. Yeah, but Matt know. Ryan against Tampa Bay, Ben Roethlisberger against Baltimore, Jared Golf against Minnesota. I probably would have went Matt Ryan. Yeah, uh, I would have. I would have went golf with uh, Minnesota, knowing that that would have been a high scoring game because neither team plays defense. But yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have gone golf too. In all honesty. No. But, but that's but that's the thing though. Like I mean, it's these decisions that, you know, it's a, it's between a win and a loss. It's just that one decision, right? Because I think, uh, you know, he would have been much closer. Actually, he would have won, right? If uh, he was he would, he only lost by uh, six seven points seven points. Yeah, he might have. I mean, I have to do the math here, but he might have no, won he, it with. Uh, he would have won with golf. With golf. With golf. Yeah. So. Because he he would have had almost eight and he had eight and three quarters points. So. Right. So, you know, just looking at that, right, it's it's just those decisions, right, when it comes down to being a good manager and being a bad manager, guys, like, you know, it's just one, that one decision, you know, <laughs> oh, you, guys wow. call him, you guys, you guys call him, you know, you guys think he's uh, God's gift to uh, fantasy here, you know, and, you know, sometimes he, he makes bad decisions, it's okay. He, he's won more in the last three years than anybody in both leagues, so, I mean, Scotty, you're not getting the hate from the toast. Just know it's not the podcast. It's the guest that's calling you out right now. So you can have that conversation with your boy, Ken. Um, <laughs> all right. So moving along. So uh, that is the end of the recap from last week. Um, just a little thing in the standing. So basically clinched in the, the playoffs is uh, Ken, uh, Dom, uh, Darren, and Sean. And I, I kind of find it ironic is that this is how bad a luck Maddie has. So he's in the worst division. He has a tied record with Scotty and Memo. Uh, but because of division record, it, he can't win the division. So he has 1771 in points versus those two at 1348 and 1595. But because he had bad luck, he can't win the, the division and get the third seed. And he has to battle it out with PJ for that sixth seed this week. How how 
I don't think it could have lined up any more ironic than that. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, good luck to you guys. Uh, it'll be an interesting shootout made even more interesting with the point spread. Uh, so that'll be obviously the, the game of the week this week. Um, and kind of the only one that really matters, I guess, uh, cause I don't see memo losing to Brad. So, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. All right. On to the guest topic, Ken guest topic. Is it too soon to talk about next year? It's never too soon to talk about next year when you're sitting on a podcast with two losers. Oh, okay. Cool. I just want to make sure because, you know, I, you know, I wasn't sure because, you know, since I'm still in the playoffs. Oh, well, we'll, we'll see. You might get bounced out uh, after that bye. So, hey, you know what? If I get bounced out after that bye, then, you know, so be it. But, uh, you know, I think by that time I, I'll have all my players healthy, hopefully. Knock on wood, right? Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys. So, you know, I was taking a look at uh, all the contracts and franchisable players for next year. And, uh, you know, I just want to kind of go through – you know, some of the managers I feel like are really set for, for next year. I think, um, you know, if we go through everybody's team, you know, we'll start with Eric's team because, you know, obviously he was giving me a little bit of shit, um, you know, for, uh, you know, for being down on his team. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, looking at his team right now, um, Gibson is the only, only, like, I feel like Gibson is going to be the the guy that that's the, the glue for his, for his team. That's the foundation for his team. Um, not really, you know what? I'm not high on Zach Wilson. Just simple fact that it's Zach Wilson, you know, on the Jets, right? So um, Travis Etienne could be good, but uh, he's also coming back from being hurt. Um, everybody else, I mean, I know you're high on AJ Dillon just because, you know, he, he might be the starting running back for, for Green Bay. Andy's um, look good. Have you seen yeah. him play? No, I mean, I've seen him play, and I think that, yeah, he's, he's looked good, but, you know, there, yeah, there's like always we, a what if. He's doing, he's doing this right now behind Aaron Jones and while splitting time with him, and he's been a serviceable running back. So, I mean, I'm high on him. I, I think between him and Gibson, my running back room is looking pretty good because I'm only spending on, on my three running backs right there $6 total, and I've got three guys that I'm happy going into it. I have a lot of money to spend on running backs next year. Yeah, I think where you're gonna you're really gonna need some help would be uh, would be some quarterbacks. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of your any of your quarterbacks at this point. Um, you know, we don't know what Desmond Ruler is gonna uh, end up being. I mean, he could or be if great. he's even he gonna be, start, right? Or if he's gonna start, so we don't know, right? Um, but I think you know, looking at that, I think your your running backs are definitely you know, the strength of all the people that you have, um, oh, yeah. you know, just looking at it. And I don't think there's anybody that you would franchise at this point or it's no. worth franchising. No, so, absolutely not. You know, that's how, that's how I see your team. Now, Dave, um, you know, I think you definitely have a solid core here. Um, we don't know what Trey's going to do. You know, he can be great. Mm-hmm. He can be bad, but I, I, I love Isaiah Spiller. I love Javante Williams. And I, I do love uh, Chris Olave from uh, Ohio state. So I think, you know, just having a core there is, is great, especially you have them on a four-year deal. And, you know, some of them are, are, you know, I think most of them are dollar dollar deals, except for Trey Sermon. Um, uh, and then you William Javante 13. So oh. he's got, He's got some money in the four years, but they're not, it's not crazy. It's not stuff. bad. I mean, for, for a starting running back, right? No, so I was super sure excited with Williams after the other night. Yeah. Oh yeah. So great. Waller. Good, good pick there. We don't know what's going to happen with Coral. I mean, he's not even, uh, right. he's don't not even, he's uh, yeah, he's not even a finalist for the Heisman at this point. Um, you know, so uh, again, not the end all be all, but you know, it's, it's a quarterback nonetheless, just to have, have there. So it's, it's not a, you know, I feel like this uh, past this year's college players going into going into the NFL draft. There's not like a lot of hey, you know what, sure, sure picks, right? Like, if you look at the year that we started with, um, you know, these college players, we have a lot of a lot more players that were okay. So we know that the, this player is going to go in the NFL and this person is going to start, right? I think this year there's there's a lot less of of those type of players, and then. You know, I think well, the, and the rest... also too, Ken. There's a lot more defensive players in the first round right now too that I that seem to be people are more high on than offensive players. I, right. I read there's this um, guru that I follow from uh, Bleacher Report, and he was saying that 
he doesn't have a first round grade on any quarterback going into the draft this year. Like he, he's that unsure of all the quarterbacks coming out. He doesn't think they're, it's not like last year and stuff. I mean, that if like he thinks some are going to get drafted because teams need them and they get, you know, pushed up, but it's not like there isn't a tra- anyone even close to like a Trevor Lawrence or like, you know, let's say uh, Justin Fields or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yep. So any, any, other, any comments on your, your team there in terms of uh, my assessment, any, uh, anything that you want to change or call out? No, I'm happy with it. And I know there's some guys that I, I may be cutting, you know, I'm just kind of putting some filler in or, you know, me, I'm always looking to trade. Uh, so it might be somebody on the back end. So, um, you know, when I look at it, I'm going to have a lot of money with a few positions to fill. Um, you know, I've got a lot of, four or five wide receivers that could move up or could get cut. Um, but I, I kind of like where I'm going to be sitting and uh, you know me, I'll always be looking to, to move some stuff. I think Deandre Swift, when he's been in the games this year has looked really good. So I like uh, Swift along with Devonte Williams and Spiller. Um, I have, you know, the option that if I don't think Trey Sermon's going to pan out, I cut him, save the five bucks and put it towards Eli Mitchell. If I think he's going to be the starter. So I got a little game plan there. Nice. Um, and I'm not opposed right now, the way Hunter Renfro looks at um, franchising him. Yes. Yeah, so. No, I think he's, I think he's a solid, solid receiver. Is anything yeah. else on, on your end with uh, Dave's team? No, I mean, you do. The, the issue is you're, you've got, so many spots filled up here that, um, you know, you're going to – you need to cut a couple wide receivers because your wide receivers, like, there isn't, like, one guy on there that, like, man, you got a number one or a number two guy. You've got a lot of back-end guys like Callaway, Boyd, Chenault. Like, they're great filler pieces, but when you have, like, six of those guys, then it's, like, it's tough because you gotta you got to drop somebody there. Right. Yeah, and I actually like the pickup of Brandon Ayuk. Um, he's actually the last few weeks started to look good like he was the, the year before, so I got some hopes with him. But, yeah, I, I'm Michael Thomas. We'll see what happens there. So yeah. uh, it could be really, really interesting, and I I feel that I know people will pop up and, you know, somebody's always looking for something, you know, yeah. when it comes to the teams, and I'm always willing to figure out a package deal. Yeah, and I think you have some tradable pieces here. Um, you know, to play with as well for next year. So I think you're good. Uh, okay, so, you know, let, let, I'm just looking at the, the docker here. So we'll, we'll go with Maddie here. Uh, his long terms are Tua, Jalen Hurts, CeeDee Lamb, uh, and Jonathan Taylor, Jerry Judy. I don't, I don't, again, I'm not high on him, but, you know, him having those four as, as the core for next, next year, I think he's, he's going to be pretty solid. Um, along with that, he could franchise uh, Ryan and Tannen Hill as well. So, I mean, I think, you know, if he needs three quarterbacks, which, I mean, hey, you know, you guys are giving me shit for having multiple quarterbacks, but um, I think the formula works. So, but yeah, I mean, I think he can either do Connor or he could do uh, Tannenhill. I think, you know, he's he's pretty much set. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, he's got some nice pieces, not a lot of money tied up into it. The only guy that's really tied up is $35 on Taylor, which looks like a fucking steal now. Uh, Tannehill would only cost... Um, 14 bucks. So I think you make that move. I think you go in the season. I ain't now all he needs is a couple running backs and a wide receiver. And he's got a ton of money. It looks like right. to spend on it. So he's definitely looking good. Yep. I agreed. It is. Well, let's keep going. Okay. Sean, he's fucked. Um, he's, he's got Mac Jones and, uh, and Thielen and uh, Katie is Tony. Good. So I mean, Kadarius Tony. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whoever that guy is right um he's good his... he's good I, I like that i like that pick i, I don't know I, i'd be higher on him than Thielen at this point yeah but i i don't think that he's done much this year unless you know i'm he's I'm been injured my stats okay well yeah he's been injured but when he did play he was electric like there was a couple couple weeks there where he was like debo-esque like he's gonna be i think he's gonna be good okay and then I think uh, for uh, his franchise, he's probably going to look at uh, Cordero Patterson or uh, Tom Brady. I mean, I don't think there's anybody else that he would he would franchise for for that. So I mean, I think, you know, uh, this is a you know, I think Sean realizes too with all the trades that he did, 
that this is kind of a make it or break it year for him. So yeah, it's tough for him. He he he's gonna have a lot of work to do over the offseason. Yeah, no doubt. Uh for Brad, you know what? Only only person that he has is Kyler Murray. Everybody is is just you know, Devonta Smith can be good, can be bad. Trey Lance could be good, could be bad. Um, you know, the rest of, you know, the guy he picked up from from uh, from Arkansas, Traylon Burks, you know, who knows, right? So, um, you know, I think Brad has a little bit of work to do. He's just got, like, some of his long-term stuff is just, like, to me, just bad contracts. Like, we were, we've been mocking the whole Matt, like, when Matty did it, the $20 on Lance, four years, just, like, so much green there, so much like it's it's a bad contract to sit on because you're tying up so much money towards a quarterback, which is a like a premier position now and stuff. And you know it's just a tough position to have. And then Chase Edmonds at 19. I mean, it's he's just got a couple ones that I'm just like, ooh, I pro-, like yeah, it's going to be nice that he has Kyler Murray. You know that that's gain, gaining him a lot of value there, but he's losing. I think he's losing value in Trey Lance until like season three, season four, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I don't think there's, there's too much that Brad is going to do next year either. I think he's, I think we might be uh, having a, uh, having another uh, party over in Iowa. If, if not this year, definitely maybe next year. I mean, I, they... I hate, I hate saying that before he drafts, but I mean, yeah, I don't like the, the guys he's bringing in. Yeah. Dave, anything on your end? Uh, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. Um, Devontae Smith could be something, uh, he, he's looked good. I don't think he has the greatest quarterback throwing to him. Um, so, you know, I think overall that's, it's not a bad contract. I agree with the Trey Lance thing, 20 bucks into that guy, you know, will he get the starting position next year? You know, we'll see. He has not looked good when he's had the, the reins. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, you know, he, Little better off than Sean, but not by much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Sean's rough, right? But yeah. 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 Um, okay. So next, uh, next would be Darren. I like the pieces with uh, Carson Wentz, uh, Daniel Jones, just at, you know, at eight bucks, it's not bad. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know, he has for another year. Uh, I'm not a big fan of any of his three years with uh, Kylan Held Pollard or McNichols. Uh, Garrett Wilson can be, can be good at Dollar for four years. Um, I think from a franchise perspective, he's probably looking at Daryl Henderson, even though, you know, he's been hurt. Um, he's a starting running back for $3, which he can get for 13. So I, th- I think that's where that that's where he's headed with that. Yeah. Uh, possibly Mark Andrews. I mean, he's been, Mark Andrews has looked pretty good. Um, it, it, yeah. He's got some, some question marks because Kylan Hill, I mean, Hasn't really seen the field. Tony Pollard is not a bad – I don't think it's terrible. Jeremy McNichols has had the chance to do something. hasn't done much. Marquise Brown is a great uh, – great. his two-year guys are all – yeah, that's – you're getting some plus value on all those guys. So, um, yeah, he's. I don't think he's bad off. I think he's sort of right in the middle. Yeah. What, do you think, what do you think Garrett Wilson will be? Garrett Wilson? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Ken? What do you mean, like, like for compared comparative to this year? Uh, Garrett Wilson comparative to Olo, uh, whatever. Olave. Olave. I think, you know, you know what? It's hard because I think talent wise they're very close, um, but I think it all depends on you know who they get drafted by and and who their quarterback is. So come talk to me after they get drafted, and then yeah. I can give you a, a more in depth analysis. But yeah, I mean, I think I like both both players, man. Like. Um, you know, Michigan did shut them down, you know, I mean, not, not a hundred percent, but you know, they did do a good job of containing him, um, you know, with some over top, uh, over top coverage, um, shadowing one double covering one. So, uh, but I think both of them have, have tremendous talent. So see, yeah. it's so tough because I don't start looking at the, the college players until the draft guides come out. Cause the draft guides are great. They don't look at like the production. They look at like, Hey, this is his measurables. This is what he, you know, we see him doing like this is what he can project at, and like they sort of like break it down for you. And I don't, I don't know Garrett. I, I couldn't tell you anything about Garrett Wilson. I don't know who he is. Never seen him play. Don't know. But I'll know about him going into the draft because I'll read four or five draft guides and read two hundred player profiles, and I'll know these guys inside and out by the time the draft comes. 
Are you off on Saturdays? What's up? Are you off on Saturdays watching football, bro? Dude, I've been so busy, man. I we'll get into it. But I don't <laughs> so busy. All right. So All right. Uh, I agree. I think Darren's not not in bad shape. Uh, Marquise Brown is what he is. He's kind of a up and downer. Wentz, Daniel Jones. It's, it's gonna good to have those two players. They can move the ball and put some points up. Uh, I'm not as down on Pollard. I think. You know, he's got a chance with the way that uh, Zeke's been beat up that he could possibly take over at any time, and he's not a bad guy at the end of your bench. Jeremy McNichols and Kylan Hill, they're, they're dumpable, in my opinion, but we'll see what happens. So, But not a bad start. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of money tied up, and uh, he's looking good. Yep. Uh, moving over to Scott, I'm not a big fan of any of his uh, keepers here. I mean, golf at a at, uh, dollar, it's, it's legit, right? I mean, I think that's very good value. Um Kelvin Ridley, I can't believe he got him for a dollar. I mean, he can end up being really, really good or just not play in the NFL anymore. Um, Cooper for 21 bucks. I mean, I think that's that's a lot of money. Taysom Hill for a dollar. I mean, it's a quarterback. It's a starting quarterback at this point for a dollar, which is great. We don't know if he's going to start again, you know, next year, right? So, um, you know, I, I, just looking at the the pit players that he has, I don't know who he's going to franchise at this point. Maybe, maybe Kelsey at fifty one for fifty one. Fournette, eighteen bucks. Yeah, yeah I would. Do yeah, that. that'd be good. Yeah. Wasn't Saquon Barkley in a long term contract? No, no, no one year. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. because he, one year, like it, that was yeah. yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Maybe if you think Miles Gaskin can return sixteen, there. I mean. That yeah, I would depends. take Fournette over Gaskin. Yeah, what? but it it depends if they want to use them right when when the other right. crappy running backs are back. His measurables are great. I mean, I know I understand the love that Dave had in on him going into it. It just they did not they misused him this year. I think horribly. And now that they're using him correctly, oh wow, look, he can put up points, and they're competitive. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I think I I, I would put Scott on the lower threshold, like the lower third of the of the. Uh, you know, the teams here. Uh, in I terms put them of above Brad yeah. slightly, but okay. sort of, yeah, right there. I mean, so. we've got to see if Taysom Hill can actually keep the job. Jordan Love's probably not going to have the job. Jared Goff is what he is. Um, you know, Amari Cooper's probably worth 21 because he'd go for 21 in the draft. And, again, I agree with you. Yeah. I can't believe he got Calvin Ridley for a dollar that nobody wanted to put two on him. If I had a contract, I would. And if I wasn't playing in the playoffs, I would. Like if yeah. I were you or, or, or Eric. I 100% would have. I, I mean, <laughs> I, would have, I would have held him till next year to see if he's worth 11. Right. Yeah, but. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to skip Max for now. Going over the PJ. Um, Why? PJ. Max is, Max is hold on, Hold on. Hold on. I, I want to I I I save, save the best for last, okay? I want to save the best for last. I'm just saying Max is going to be – the team to beat next year, and I, we will go into the, the deep dive in a little okay. bit. But we can. Well, we can PJ burn will through. be really quick. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, PJ's, PJ's done. Deshaun so, Watson. Yeah, if he's not in jail. If he's not in jail, we don't know if he's playing. So, uh, you know, PJ's team right now is the worst team going into next year because he has nobody, right? And except for a franchise player, whoever he franchises, but um, he'll have to he'll have to be looking for players in the draft. So hopefully, you know, he can come up with a good team. I mean, I think this is a. Uh, Completely different strategy than what we've seen, right? Especially with a dynasty league and in the contract league. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it, everything pans out. I think he'll end up with, you know, probably the most money, but um, it'll be interesting to see, like. But he'll you know, have the most spots work. to fit, too, though. Right, so, I mean, exactly. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of wood to chop. Yes, yes. A lot of, a lot of meat on that bone to gnaw off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I but, would say he's probably going to do car for 11 bucks, most likely. Or yeah, that would make sense, right? Matthew Stafford for twelve. So those are probably the two that he'll he'll target. Yeah, yeah Stafford for twelve. So he could be sense. set for quarterbacks, or Deshaun Watson plays for a state pen league somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So moving over to Dom, um, I'm not really too high on Dom, other than the fact that he has Joe Burrow and. Uh, and he'll probably franchise Mahomes. Um, you know, Dobbins coming back from an injury. I don't know how he's going to be, but you know, Kyle Pitts. You know, you guys know my stance on Kyle Pitts. He is the Pitts. 
you know, I mean, he hasn't been great. And, you know, I, maybe Niz is right. You know, tight ends first year, just not great. You have Matt Ryan, the, the statue back there thrown to him. So maybe that's that's just that, you know. Um, hopefully he'll still have, you know, some juice and uh, be able to, to, to show up next year in his uh, second year. But, uh, yeah, Burrow and, and Mahomes would be the the foundation of his team. I think, yeah, I mean, running backs, he'll, he'll need to – He'll definitely need to to square up on that again. Um, I think Moore will be a little better next year. I think he'll be a wide receiver three solid. Um, well, they're still going to have they they have such a so many wide receiver options there, and they they spread the ball out. That's the only issue with him. I think he's a good player, but yeah, but he's used, like fourth on their depth chart right now. Yeah, right. And he'll still be fourth next year. I don't think so. I think uh, Green's only signed for one year. Okay. And I don't think you re-sign him again unless you feel like Moore's not ready to be better. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not – he could be something. Yeah, but Moore and, and Green are two different type of players, right? Like Moore is more of the gadget type guy. Yeah. Uh, you can do end arounds. You can do reverses. Like he's like the speedy, you know, Patrick Mooney type uh, – you know, Dar- Dar- Patrick Mooney, Darnell Mooney type, type uh, wide receiver where, you know, smaller, you know, can get uh, and is quick. So, you know, I think that uh, AJ Green's more in the mold of, uh, um, you know, the guy that can go up and, and, and get, get the balls versus, you know, being speedy. So more of a possession guy. So I think, uh, yeah, I really think that Dom has a little work to do, um, you know, even with Mahomes and, and Burrow and, and Pitts, um, you know, I think he has a little bit of work. Uh, going on, on to Memo here. Yeah, Memo's, yeah, I mean, I think he has, I don't, no, there, there's Mem- nobody. Memo's got awesome stuff, right? Because you traded him those guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't mm. think, I don't, yeah, I don't have, I don't have, I mean, did he drop Sam Darnold? No, I think he, he dropped Rugs, not Darnold. He tra- yeah, because like Darnold's not on his squad anymore, but Darnold yeah. for, you know, again, for eight bucks, you know, he's hurt right now. And obviously, you know, like, so, so here's the thing, like you guys so are so down on him when he gets back, but you guys are so down on him. Like there's a reason why he did so well for the first four games, like four or five games. It's not just like a fluke, like, Oh, okay. All of a sudden, Hey, you know what? He goes from a really like a top, top four, top three quarterback to, Oh, you know, now he's shit. You know, there has to be something that in the middle there, that's kind of like, okay, so what impact? And I think, you know, Darnold without having McCaffrey really hurt him. So, um, you know, I, I don't know where. Darnold's going to end up next year if he's going to stay with Carolina or not. I don't know what's going to happen with McCaffrey. So, um, but I, I really don't think he's as bad as as you guys put it out. You know, put him out to be, and I don't think he's as good as what I put him out to be. So, I, somewhere in the middle, that's that's where he's at. Yeah. Well, Michael Carter's not bad. Um, no, that's with, a good one. Yeah, he's good on a bad team, so that he's coming around. I mean, Roby Anderson is what he is at nine bucks, but. Uh, Gallup how do you, be on, how Gallup do you pronounce be on Robbie? Huh? How, how do you pronounce Robbie? Roby, whatever. <laughs> and then um, Michael Gallup will be on a different team next year, so he has a shot at having a, a one-two wide receiver there, maybe if, if he gets on the right team. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I sort of agree with you, Dave, um, that uh... – <laughs> Hey, okay, going. Clyde Edwards Solaire. <laughs> you guys are on, funny. On your own fucking team, the greatest draft pick ever, and you didn't even know his name. Okay, let's keep going. <sighs> All right, so my team here. I'm set. I'm good. I mean, I don't think that's, you know, for at least for the next year. Um, I rate you slightly above PJ. Um, yeah, so, you know, Trevor is Trevor, right? He's not going to do much in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer there because we know that Urban Meyer is the worst coach ever. Um, you know, I still have Chase and Waddle, which they'll be fine. Uh, Herbert's going to be fine. Najee Harris is going to be fine. You know, I have a choice of uh, franchising either Samuel or Rogers. You know, they'll be fine. So, I mean, I have, you know, I have, you know, I have a decent team here that going into next year. So I, I'm set to go. And then who knows, you know, where Walker's going to go into. I know that, uh, you know, Dave, you and I talked about it. Um, we don't know when he's going to be drafted, where he's going to go. But, mm. you know, very well, he could be a, a starting uh could be a starting running back somewhere, right? So yep. Um, yeah, no, you got good pieces, cheap, cheap money on a lot of good pieces. So you're you're definitely in good shape and have a lot of money to spend on what you need. Yep, exactly. 
Liz, are you going to pick me for next year too? Or, or what's, what's the deal here? Are you going to announce that pick now or do you want to wait till I draft? No, I think I'll announce who I'm, who's going to be hosting next year already and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I think it's going to be Dave. So, <laughs> Dave, I don't host. That's your job. <laughs> next who's year, you will be. I, the better I never that's, do. That's the question. I pay attention to my teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, last but not least, you know, going into uh, going to Max. He is going to be the guy to beat going into into next year. You know, yeah, you look at, I mean, let's not get all crazy. Yo, whoa, whoa. You know let's what? Let's not get let, crazy. Let, let's look at his team. You have Josh Allen at a dollar, okay? Yep. You have two starting running backs that are, you know, amazing running backs, you know, if they come back healthy. If they you know, come Jack back. Henry, yeah, and Cam Akers, you know, like that's that's solid. That's a solid core to go in, go in with. Henry's, I think Hen- Henry's going to get lightened. Yeah, Henry's got a lot of traction on him. This is his first major injury. I mean, I like that. I think that's a great one. Akers, I'm a lot less high on because the type of injury, the the Achilles, running backs don't come back the next year really strong on it. Like they they just don't. They they may they rarely recover at all on an Achilles tear like that. So Saquon Barkley, right? Yeah. Exactly. Did Saquon rupture his Achilles? I thought that was like a hammy. Oh, I'm sorry. That was his ACL. No. Yeah. ACLs yeah. are different. Achilles, they, they can't get the cut. They can't get the explosion. It, it's There's so many good players that, that that have had the Achilles that can't come back. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to dog him, but, I, I mean, again, Derrick Henry, 15 bucks, could be a phenomenal value. But, again, I, if I'm – if I have Derrick Henry on my team, hopefully you're you're probably going to look at that second back, right? That you know, wide receiver back, whatever the gadget back that you want to lighten his load a little bit, so you're not grinding him out because the way he runs is just like downhill and violent. So broken foot, never a good thing it's with the bones and shit like that. So, but I'm not saying hey, it's good. Josh Allen's good. I don't know about Allen Robinson unless he gets traded or gets off that fucking Bears team. But he's done with the Bears after this year. So is I mean, he a free agent? Yeah, unless he yeah. gets franchised again. But yeah, he, Which, he, yeah, yeah, well, that'd be shitty for him. Um, but no, I mean, you know, you look at his running backs, though. I mean, you know, you're talking about, hey, you know, we don't know Derrick Henry and Cam Akers. I mean, he also has Brees Hall, which, you know, again, to me, it's it's a really good pickup depending on which yeah. team he he ends up being on. I mean, he's 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 a first round running back to me, um, and, so I think that's that's where he's going to end up. And let's just put uh, Nick Chubb on his team already. I mean, yeah, but forgot about that. So Nick yeah. Chubb for eleven. So yes, uh, yeah, definitely looking good, looking yes. good. I, I think Max is the team to beat, and then I think uh, you guys mentioned it several times on your uh, on your podcast that you know Max is the manager of the year, and you know what? I I agree. I never you, said you know? that. That was Eric kissing ass. No. Okay. Well. I, I do agree with that. Just looking at his team now and, and looking how he's built it up for, for next year, he's done a solid job. So with that, it, I, that's that's it. I just me. said he was smart. I, I really I really like the way he manages his team. I think he's he did the same thing in baseball where he sort of just like figured out the league, took two years, made you know, set it up, and next year now it looks like he's coming in. He you're I, I would agree with you, Ken. I think he's the, the team to beat right now. I don't think he's that much further ahead of, let's say, yourself or, you know, some of the other stronger teams out there. But, um, yeah, he's – I mean, he's definitely – I put him at one, definitely number one with nobody behind him or with nobody, like, equal to him. Yep. No, agreed. So, that's a guest topic. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. Fun. Uh, all right. That brings us to matchups of the week. Uh, first out of the gate is going to be Eric versus Ken. Uh, Eric, 11th place. Ken, first place. Eric projected 110. Uh, Ken projected 133. I'm just going to go with Yahoo on this one and say I'm going with Ken. Uh, Eric? Well, I actually think I'm going to upset Ken. No, there's no way. Ken can bench two players, pick two. Um, just don't pick up a defense. Don't waste your money. Um, yeah, you're good. You'll beat me. Yeah. You know what? I love you, Eric, but, um, yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to take this one. 
and I will pick up a, a defense because, you know, I feel like if I don't, you know, we're, we're going to get people, you know, yelling to the, to the mountaintop saying that, you know, I should be fine because, you know, for no reason it didn't start. No, that's... it's only if you have one on the bench. That's yes, been established. Moving yes. along. I'm sure right. that somebody will call it out. So. And then uh, next up is Dom versus the Jester. Dom projected 139, 115. Jester's ninth place. Dom fourth place. Dom's already clinched. Uh, Again, I think we're trying to, we're seeing some separation. Dom does not even have a defense or kicker in his starting lineup. And he's projected at over, uh, what is it? 139 points. 140 points. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty easy. I'm going to go Dom. Uh, Ken? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dom as well. And Eric? Yeah, it, it, this is a player's thing. I mean, you neutralize Allen with, with Mahomes and, and Burrow and stuff. So, I mean, he's just – he's got – like, the he's got nothing that sets him apart. I'm not afraid of Sony Michelle, you know? So, yeah, definitely Dom. All right. Uh, next is me versus Darren. Uh, I'm projected 109. I have multiple people hurt. Maybe if I had him back, I'd be a little more competitive. Darren, 130. Uh, I might get Fields back, but I don't, and Waller, but I don't think Swift is going to play. Um, and even then, I don't know that I'm going to close a 21 point gap. Um, I think I got a shot, but I'm going to still go Darren. Uh, Ken, I'm going to go with you, man. Yeah. You know what? Because I believe in Daniel Carlson. He's going to score that 21 points for you again, like you did that week when you beat me. He's going to do yeah. it. I, have, I, I just have this feeling. He is a good kicker. I should have signed him long term. <laughs> and uh, Eric? Yeah, just looking at the matchups. I mean, Jackson does pretty well against Cleveland typically. Um, Diggs, Tampa doesn't have a great uh, pass defense. Um, You know, Darren's got some rough matchups on the um, running back side um, where I like a lot of your matchups a lot better. Um, So I think it's going to be closer than what it, what it's projected right now. Um, But just your wide receivers are a bag of garbage and I Renfro has been killing it, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So you can get the 12 points that you typically get out of Hunter Renfro Renfro. And uh, yeah, that's other than that. I mean, I just don't see Knox doing much Callaway. Uh, I, I can check Knox, Knox puts up 20. Okay. <laughs> that happens. You win. All right. That brings I'm us. Picking, yeah. I'm picking Tom or uh, Darren. Sorry. Jesus. All right, that brings us to our next matchup. Uh, we're going to go Scotty and Sean. Um, Scotty wins. Is he in? No, he's out. So he needs. A, we need a Scotty win and a memo loss for Scotty to make it. Scotty projected 149. Sean projected 142. So very close matchup. Uh, Eric, what, do you, what are your thoughts? So you picked this. Uh, I picked a different game of the week, but you're you're saying that I picked this one as the game of the week. And, no, and game of the week is, is PJ and Maddie. I see. I don't. I don't see. So if you look at all the injuries, I think this is a really close matchup. I think there's there's great matchups on both sides of the ball. So I mean, you, his his. Uh, wide receivers and his quarterback are going against some some really go- great matchups on on Scott um, on Scott's side, and Sean's got some tougher matchups on his side. Uh, it, the the cool thing is that I think this is the first time that I've seen him use Patterson in a wide receiver role. So that's that's how he has it set right now in, in Sean. Um, that could be really interesting. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm going to pick Scott just because I think Hill's going to score, just go nuts on, on New York Jets. So I really like that matchup. I'm picking, uh, I'm picking Sean or Scott. Sorry. Ken. Yeah, I'm picking Scott. Um, he just needs to do something about that Matt Ryan matchup there. Cause uh, you know, when was the last time Matt Ryan scored over 20 points? Um, that was when week 10 against, uh, actually, no, that was week nine against, uh, New Orleans. So, um, 
Yeah. Roethlisberger so over Minnesota. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Minnesota. Sure I mean, Goff just scored over like almost what twenty five points on uh, Detroit. Yeah, or on I, Minnesota. I think- Minnesota, but I think Goff is a better quarterback than Roethlisberger at this point. Okay. Uh, I mean, that just, uh, yeah, that's just a feeling that I have. So, I mean, I, I would swap, I would swap uh, Matt Ryan out for somebody. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think looking at the the matchups, I, I do like Scott's uh, matchups a little bit more and his team a little bit more. So. It'll be close, but I think the goat wins. I'm going to go Sean. Uh, running uh, four running backs out on that that field. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. He, wait, did you say he's the goat? I mean, he's the not goat. even the number one seed right now. He's the goat. He's <laughs> he's the goat. All right, and then that brings us to kind of the toilet bowl, but um, it does have playoff implications. Memo versus Brad. Memo one hundred and one. Brad one eighteen. Wow, uh, interesting. Um, did not expect to see that. Uh, no, that's why I put it up here is because it has huge playoff implications. And Memo's team is in the same boat as Maddie, where a ton of injuries going into it. So he's sort of strapped at what he can play. He doesn't have a lot of, if you look at his bench, I mean, he's got options, but they're not great ones. I think he loses this and he's out of the playoffs. He goes from third to out of the playoffs. You think Brad is going to knock out I'm just looking at the wow. the matchup. I mean, I don't know. Not Edmonds is, not wrong. Edmonds is on IR and he's got him in here and they're still projecting him at 9.4. Uh, Kareem Hunt's in there at 9.75. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going with Memo on this one. I mean, just, uh, again, gut feeling. Tyrod Taylor's, you know, uh, week to week. He'll need to sub him out for somebody else. Um I'm not sure if he has money or if he has if, if someone has uh, Houston's backup quarterback, but wouldn't be a bad pickup to, to do that. But, yeah, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Edsman's still uh, projected for uh, nine and a half points, you know, who are you going to sub that in with? Ty Johnson? You know, you yeah. you put that in there. It's, you know, I, I just – I think Memo's going to pull this out. Yeah, I think so. I think Memo, too uh... – it is kind of the garbage bowl, though. Uh, so that brings us to Maddie and PJ. Good Lord, the, <laughs> the implications of this game. Uh, PJ, 136. Maddie, 107. Ouch. Uh, so, Eric, it sounds like you've kind of analyzed these. You want to go ahead and uh, – wow. Maddie's got a lot well, of five weeks. This I mean, that's the thing. He's got nothing he can put it in. Um, you got D. Williams and uh, Galladay on his bench, but that's not the issues that you're trying to substitute. Like it's that, okay, do you p- take out then Singletary or, or uh, Foreman, you know, running back over Kenny Galladay, who's got to play against the Chargers, which has got a pretty decent pass defense. Um, Galladay hasn't really been well, lighting it up. I mean, and it's he's, just got, his- he's got his three top players, his Hurts, yeah. uh, Tua, and Taylor. All out. All out. Tua hurts Taylor. Sanders has been better. He's not, I mean, he's not great, but he's better than a uh, uh, foreman or singletary option at this point right now. So, I mean, he's got four legit guys that like have gotten him this far that aren't playing. I just don't see him winning. There's no way. Like his team is just so hurt or just so like strapped this week. This is tough. All right, so you got – Sorry, Maddie. Bad bad luck. Ken? <laughs> yeah, my heart tells me Maddie, <laughs> but my brain says PJ. Um, yeah, just way too many uh, obstacles to overcome. But, uh, you know, what I also like is the uh, the mental game that PJ is playing with uh, Maddie as well. So uh, Maddie put a bid on, uh, on Jefferson, and uh, PJ almost immediately puts a dollar – bid in for the same guy so not sure if uh there he's doing that deliberately you know knowing pj he's a smart dude he's probably doing it deliberately but um you know i like the mental chess piece as well yeah uh yep i gotta go pj unbelievable this uh heartbreaker of a season i really i i had maddie as one of my top three this season so i mean i don't know that's crazy all right well 
that is the end of another gripping edition. Uh, Ken, final words, final thoughts. Hey, you know what? For all the managers that are out of it, you know, good luck next year. You know, you guys still have a non-chump to play for, for all the managers that are in it. Good luck to everybody. It's going to be a fantastic, amazing playoff season. Um, you know, I can't wait to see who's left standing in, at the end of the at the end of the year and uh, hoisting the the championship belt. Eric, yeah, um, it should be an interesting last week of the season. I mean, the, the fact that we are talking about a uh, memo versus Brad as one of the top matchups just because of how it lines up. I mean, it's it, I'm telling you, it's been a good season. I'm out of it. You know, obviously it's been rough for me personally, but I've enjoyed watching how this season played out, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, usually I'm I'm not really caring who's winning. I'm not checked out totally, but I'm not I, – I don't know. It just hasn't seemed to come down to this, this last week and uh, been like a lot of different equations that could happen. So very interesting. And I, and I think one of the things you even mentioned is go – yeah, whoever makes it in six, it's not like they've got a bad team and they, you know, they're they're going to be right. in and out of the playoffs right away. Like, any, I really think anybody's could come away with it. I mean, obviously we we talked the top three are have sort of been dominant, but it's been a definitely interesting season. So, well, the funny thing is, is the worst seed is going to be the third seed, which will actually have to play the sixth seed in that uh, first week of the division. So, yeah, kind of funny. Um, all right. So thank you. Another uh, great week. Another fun week. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. I hope, uh, you know, we get together soon. I'd like to go hang out. Uh, a few of the guys from work went out the other night and I was like, man, you know, I, I miss hanging out with the guys. You know, we hung out over at Ken's on Monday night football, but maybe we can try to do something on a Sunday or a Monday night and get us Yay. together. The basement's done. So you guys are more than welcome to. I mean, the basement's close to done. It's like ninety-eight percent done. So that's done. We'll, we'll we'll set a time. We'll set a date. Maybe uh, for some football. Maybe for the you know national uh, championship. You know college playoffs to to root on Michigan. You know. Yeah. Be good. Got to line something up. All right, Ken. Thank you for being on. Thank guys. you for having me. Yep, uh, guys. We appreciate you listening as always. Uh, thank you for all the positive feedback. It makes us uh, definitely want to put on the show and and talk about it. And it's been a great season to talk about. We will uh, see you next week. Bye. I well, mean, you know, it's like people have to have fun with it. Like, I think he takes it a little too serious. <laughs>